0: Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production, available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One.
1: Okay, everybody, before we get going today, I just want to let you know that this episode is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your own professional website or online portfolio. For a free trial and 20% off, go to Squarespace.com and use the offer code ZaneDun9. Squarespace is constantly improving their platform with new features, new designs, and even better support. They have beautiful designs for you to start with and all the style options you need to create a unique website for you or your business. It's incredibly easy to use, but if you want some help, Squarespace has an amazing support team that works 24 hours a day, seven days a week. They're exhausted, this support team. That's how much they work. They're exhausted. It's just $8 a month and includes a free domain name if you sign up for a year. When you decide to sign up for Squarespace, make sure to use the offer code ZaneDun9 to get 20% off and to show your support for Happy Hour with Zane and Dunn. When you decide to sign up for Squarespace, make sure to use the offer code ZaneDun9 to get 20% off and to show your support for Happy Hour with Zane and Dunn. Squarespace, everything you need to create an exceptional website. And now, on to the show. Yes, it is happy hour with Zane and Dunn, although Zane is not here. Zane's traveling around making some beautiful TV, and we're all going to be able to enjoy the fruits of his labor soon enough on a show called Chug. So I am Dan Dunn, and I'm holding down the fort today, but you know what? I got a lot of help with me, a lot of help in, in the form of some great guests coming up in just a few minutes. You know him as the most interesting man in the world. Actor Jonathan Goldsmith is going to be joining us here on Happy Hour, and we're very excited about that. Also coming up, uh, one of my favorite wines, uh, uh, Troublemaker Wines, uh, is doing a bus tour. It's like a it's like a food truck, but with wine, They're the troublemaker bus. They're driving around, uh, giving wine away and well, you can buy it, I think, but uh, in cities all over the western United States. And uh, Austin Hope, the president and winemaker at Hope Family Wines, is going to be with us a little bit later in the show want well, to let you know, uh, Lefroy is an Isla malt, and it's one of mine and Zane's very, very favorite Scotch whiskeys. And a little bit later in the show, uh, Jonathan Goldsmith and I are going to be enjoying an Isla malt. Lefroig's one of our favorites, and so we're just jacked about Lefroig Live, which is happening just around the corner. Uh, in fact, next Thursday, September twenty-six, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Whiskey fans, everybody, can visit www.lefroig.com, and Lefroig is spelled dot com slash live to see the most talked about live online whiskey tasting of the year. It's the 7th annual Lefroig Live. So basically what happens is a live stream. Uh, Last year was a 45-minute live stream, and it reached nearly 2.5 million people across the globe. This year it's going to feature a panel of experts who are going to sample four whiskey expressions and uh, highlight the spirit's strong ties with America. Uh, These experts are going to be stepping back in time to the Prohibition era and tracing the heritage of the booming whiskey cocktail scene that is keeping a show like this going right now. Uh, On the panel this year, we got Laphroaig master distiller John Campbell, bourbon ambassador Adam Harris, renowned mixologist and founder of Ward 3, Michael J. Neff, and spirit enthusiast and GQ web editor Kevin Simtumwang. Simtumwang. I think that's how you say it. Simon Brooking's also going to be uh, taking part in the festivities. He's the master ambassador for Lefroy, and this is—it's uh, just a great experience. I, I went on last year for it, and, and loved it. When you log on there on next Thursday on the twenty-sixth at eight p.m. Eastern, you're going to log on there, and you're going to have front row seats as the panel tastes and discusses Lefroy Quartercast, Lefroy QA, Makers Forty Six, and Lefroy Kirdas, the two thousand thirteen Lefroy Kirdas it's gonna be great uh they're broadcasting the show from an original hudson river barge which is 99 years old been seeing cargo come in and out of new york for you know a century so here's what you're gonna do for the most talked about live online whiskey tasting of the year log on to www.lafroig.com slash live to watch the show, and that's on that's on next Thursday, September twenty sixth, eight p.m. Eastern. If you want to tweet about it, it's at Lafroig USA. Again, Lafroig is L A P H R O A I G USA. That's how you tweet about it. They also got the Facebook page, facebookcom USA. Go over there and like it. And like I said, a little bit later, the most interesting man in the world and I will be sipping on a little single malt Scotch. So, wow. Got that business out of the way. I'm excited to have Zane back. I feel like Zane's been gone a while. You guys haven't really seen it or felt it because we did a bunch of shows before Zane left, including the one we just did the other day with, with our man John Sally. Um, one of the things we didn't bring up with John, uh, which I had heard after the fact, after we recorded with John Sally, uh, interestingly enough, uh, the... Uh, a, an adult film star named Lisa Ann went on the Howard Stern show and uh, Stern was questioning her as he often does about the the biggest manly manhood the biggest manhood she's ever seen you know thinking it's going to be a porn so she named, he named Lexington Steel and Rod Bustheim and whatever, uh, a bunch of names and, and she said no she claims the largest penis she's ever seen belongs to one Mr. John Sally, a guest here on Happy Hour with Zane and Dunn just the other day. Um, we didn't notice. We wore pants. We usually wear pants. Not all the time, but we usually wear pants when we do this show. So uh, we're going to have to have John back on again. We're going to have to have John back on, and maybe we can get Lisa Ann in here. Get some, get some fun happening here in the studio. I want to let you know that I'm supposed to be going down to the uh, Cabo Comedy Fest in about a week or so, uh, to, or maybe two weeks, to be doing some live shows from down there. So we're going to be giving you more information about that as we go uh, along here. And actually, next week, I'm going to be in Tequila. Zane will be back. I'll be in Tequila, but I'll be sending dispatches from Tequila, Mexico. Uh, so uh, you might want to tune in for that one. All right. I'm not going to waste, since I'm sitting here alone in the studio today, uh, I'm not going to waste a whole lot of time talking to myself. Uh, Why don't we get to a man? You know, this is, this is exciting. This is exciting stuff. Um, There's a lot of interesting facts about the, the character that this man plays. One is that his legend precedes him the way lightning precedes thunder. He can speak French in Russian. He's been known to cure narcolepsy just by walking into a room. And this is one of my favorites. He bowls overhand. He is the most interesting man in the world. He's also, uh, his real name is Jonathan Goldsmith, and uh, he's an old friend. uh, And I went out and spoke to him at the opening of a a bar called Ibanos Crossing in L.A. Ibanos Crossing just opened about a week or so ago. And uh, Jonathan came out because he goes to the happening events just like we do. So why don't we, uh, why don't we get to that interview right about... Well,
2: you're the guest who makes it fun on Happy Hour with Zane and Dun.
1: yeah. With me right now, uh, two fine gentlemen. Uh, I'm lucky to count them as friends don't go overboard. All right. Well, I tell people that we're friends. First, the owner of the establishment i in right now, Bono's Crossing, a brand new bar in downtown L.A., Second and Hill. This place is fantastic, and this is one of the proprietors of the place, Mr. Drew Jacobson. Everybody clap. All right, there we go. Yay! A little flute, please. <laughs> lovely, lovely. We have a. We have a. Is it flautist?
0: I'm a flautist. flautist.
1: We have a flautist here. I travel with a flautist. You know this. Uh, Drew, how you doing, man?
0: Uh, All is well. All is well. Really good. Thank you. Great, great. And uh,
1: we're going to talk about this this place in a second. Uh, Also with us, uh, a man who needs no introduction, except we're not on TV. If you could see him, you'd say, I know that dude. Uh,
3: He is, uh, what was the name of that character you play? Most Interesting Man in the World is what I play, and you know it. All right, that's him. Mr.
1: Jonathan Goldsmith. Clapping, please. Everybody clapping. Flute. Flute. Flute.
3: Beautiful. (laughs) Jonathan, how you doing, man? I'm doing great, Donnie. Good to see you. And good to see you, Drew. I'm really excited for what you've done here. Yeah, it's, let's, it's let's raise a
1: toast else. here. Here we go. Cheers. Nice. Drew, tell us a bit. We're going to get to you in a second, John. Tell us about Ibanos Crossing.
0: Yeah, Ibanos Crossing um, basically dates back to a story that we took a takeoff during the early 1900s. There was a trading post between Mexico and Los Ibanos, Texas, where tequiladores used to smuggle in tequila, mezcal, whiskey, and rum. And this is a 21st century interpretation of that, of that time period our interpretation of that time period. So we're a cocktail dining experience. It's uh, two partnerships, two management companies, L.A.'s uh, Luminosity Entertainment, and uh, we've partnered with some good friends of ours, Urban America. Um, out of New York, so it's a good blend between the East Coast and West Coast.
1: And it's a beautiful space. And by the way, uh, you. you're out there listening right now. You're probably like, "Man, this place sounds really boring." No, we're in the back because it's so happening inside Ibanos Crossing that you wouldn't be able to hear us because the, the music's playing. There's beautiful women running around screaming at Jonathan. Um, i here. Yeah, that's what he's here for. That's right. um, so the place is. This is the grand opening tonight. Is yes, you know, and yes, uh, and uh, tell us a little bit about that. I'm drinking a delicious drink right here. This is uh, the Ibanos.
0: Old-fashioned. Yeah, the Ibono's Old-Fashioned. So uh, Philip Ward um, out of uh, New York, he's on board for Perpetuity. Uh, he owns, he's owner of Mayo Well, which is one of the top tequila and mezcal bars in the country. So uh, we kind of combine some of those flavors as well. So if you have, the, uh, you'll have El Norte, the way the menu breaks down, you have El Norte, which is going to be your whiskeys, El Sur, which is tequila and mezcal, and then you have all the flavors that meet at Ibano's Crossing. So the, you're drinking the Ibano's Old-Fashioned, so it's a bacon-fat-washed uh, bourbon with uh, Del Maguey Chichicapa Mezcal, uh, Uh, a little bit of agave, and some bitters.
1: Wow. It's so delicious. It's fantastic. Now, you have a background down here in downtown LA as well. You were, you were, you were in this scene when there really wasn't even a scene. Yes. It was a very uh, the nascent stages of the downtown Definitely. cocktail scene. You were at the Edison,
0: right? I was at the Edison, yeah. Yeah, started out as a, uh, as a cocktail waitress and uh, <laughs> <laughs> did, did very well. Did very well at that, some tips in the shirt. And then I uh, worked my way up and ended up running it for, uh, for a few years and had a great time there. I learned a lot. Came through a lot of great people through that time. And then uh, everything comes back full circle and now I'm right up the street. Yeah. And, um we're all still good friends, and, you know, they're, they've been up here, and there will be a few of them coming in tonight, so it's good. It's really good for the area.
1: How do you know this gentleman here?
0: Um, I've, I've known Jonathan for, uh, for a few years. Uh, he had met when he came into the Edison, and uh, we've always continued a great relationship. Um, he's always been super friendly and generous, so uh, I reached out to him, and he did not hesitate to, uh, to come on in and support.
1: Yeah, it's, I'm glad you're here. Now, I've known Jonathan for... Probably too long, in your opinion. I'm oh, assuming, sometimes. right? Yeah, something like that. And uh, what do you think of the bar so far? You just got in here.
3: Well, I'm here because of the ambiance and what I had heard about it, and after following Drew and his brother <laughs> uh, at uh, that incredible bar uh, club, you know, the Edison. I I was very intrigued to find out what they were going to do here, and I wanted to follow them. They have a very unique touch. Uh, Of the ambiance is incredible. I had seen it once during the construction phase. And as Drew said, we've known each other for a while. And I said, I would do anything to help you. This location is incredible. And I saw the kind of research and the storyboards, if you will, about Ibanos Crossing and what he wanted to do and what he wanted to establish. It's unique. It's dusky. It's everything that I like. There are gorgeous ladies Of all size and description, there's an ambiance that's very, very special. The place has a great vibe. It really does. And I'm
1: glad we're sitting in the back here. While speaking of which, Drew, do you want to run out? Because we're, we're, this is actually the opening is happening at this second. And Drew is like looking at his phone here. You run out. I'm oh, going to yeah. talk to this gentleman for a couple more minutes here. But, but uh, hey, congrats on Thanks. Ibanos Crossing. Tell everybody where they, they can follow this on the Twitter or any of that Yeah, stuff?
0: we're on uh, Instagram as Ibanos Crossing. You can find us online, www.ibanoscrossing.com, uh, Facebook, and Twitter as well.
1: See you out there in a couple minutes, man. All right, sounds great.
3: Thanks True, guys. thank Help you. I'll be out soon. Have okay, okay. all right. You know great. you're here
1: forever. Uh, so, Jonathan. Yes, sir, uh, Mister Dunn. By the way, cheers to you too. Well, thank you're, you. You don't. You don't always drink beer. I don't, don't. Something else drink right beer. there.
3: I don't know what that is. Uh, it's, uh, something from the is that, Isle- Red Bull. Ile.
1: Red Bull. No,
3: no. I don't no. drink Red Bull, honey. That is Isla. That is an Isla Malt. Is it a single malt? Isla. Yeah, no. Isla. 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 Isla, you too. <laughs> yeah, Isla, Isla.
1: Uh, so it's an Isla malt. Uh, but now, okay, let's listen. jonathan been on. Jonathan was my very first guest on my Sirius XM show. That was
3: before you went away, right?
1: Uh, what's that? Yeah, that was before yeah. I went away. And as you can tell, the, the, the series it went so well that they canceled it. No, um, Jonathan was my first guest on the XM show. We did that show in New York. I've known Jonathan for years. Uh, I have. Uh, he tried to throw me off his boat one time while we were out at
3: sea. Do you remember that? I do. And yeah, the dolphins gave you back.
1: They threw me back. So, man, you are. You, 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 how many years have you been doing the most interesting man
3: now? Well, we're going to enter uh, our eighth year. It's eighth year. We've, we've been very, very, this is the sound of knocking wood. I've been very fortunate, Danny. We've won so many awards in the industry, and the campaign has just taken off. And uh, I'm very fortunate. You know, usually guys at my age are in the twilight of their career, and mine is just beginning.
1: Did you ever imagine I, you know we've we've talked about this before but when you went up for this I mean you know you couldn't have possibly known that it was going to become the cultural phenomenon that it has become no. did, when you went the first time you went in there to shoot was it just like oh, I'm doing another gig
3: I'm doing you know well sure I did I mean it was a cattle call and I went in and I said my agent really made a big mistake I mean all these fellows were Latinos they all looked like the fellow that did the coffee commercial I said this is never going to work so I was loose as a goose, and all I knew was that I had to do a improvisation, and the last words were, "And that's how I arm wrestled Fidel Castro." So the, was out at. There were 500 people there. I was out on La Brea, and the producers, directors, the committee, the agents, all the people involved were back in New York, and they're talking to me, and all of a sudden they start laughing, and the more they start laughing, the more I, started enjoying myself, spewing this. Just stream of consciousness about screwing. Now,
1: at this point, are you doing it with, are you doing I'm the doing most interesting with... Ma- man in the world accent that we, yes, you know, I we've come to know?
3: Yes, I okay. am. I'm doing that. I just I quickly thought when I went in, hey, Jesus, they're looking for Latinos. So I thought about my dear friend, Fernando Lamas, who was my sailing buddy and friend of many years. So I just, I did my interpretation the way Fernando would have done it. Yeah. Who was the greatest raconteur I've ever known, as well as swordsman supreme. Yes. Uh, is yeah. that a euphemism, I'm thinking? No. Okay. No. The actual I don't swordsman. know what he, what yeah. is a euphemism?
1: Euphemism. Yeah, that's it. That's <laughs> fantastic. It's like a gimlet, but with uh, olives. So uh, yeah. a different twist. So you, you you go in, you do this. there. Now, right. when you do, you remember when you first did, was the uh, was the stay thirsty? Remember, any of that stuff was in the beginning before that you no. did the
3: commercial? No, absolutely. You didn't get that until I, the I, day mean, you went in to shoot the commercial. Until the day that we shot, and it was much later because I. I, I called my agent afterwards. I said, this is crazy. You know, don't waste your time or theirs or mine. Not right. She said, well, they're looking for an actor with an improvisational background. A month passed, called me back, 200 guys. I said, well, I'm gaining. And then another month, and we knew that they were going all over the country and internationally. They went to Mexico City, Buenos Aires, etc., etc. et cetera. And uh, they couldn't find the guy. And um, finally, th- about three months after the initial Meeting, they brought me in to screen test with two other fellows, and well, these I, are younger guys too. You said, right? Yes, they all they all were younger, and I, I will tell you that my wife, I, I uh, owe a lot to her because the casting people called her and said, you know, we really like Jonathan, they were interested, but you know, we feel maybe he's a little bit over the hill, and uh, you know, we need a younger guy. They're looking in a younger direction, Barbara, but he's wonderful. Thank you. And she says, wait a second. She says, how can a young man? have the life experience to be the most interesting yeah. man in the world. He said I'll get right back to you. And that's what it that's we f- you know. we found out later that they had screen tested 156 guys and they finally end up with a Hebrew from New York. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the first time I met you
1: you were drunk? I didn't even I was drunk and I didn't even know that for some reason, I came with the expectation that when you walked up, you were going to be a hey, hello, my friend. You know, and the first time I heard you, I was like, Jewish guy from New York.
3: That's All right. right. You're from the Bronx, right? I yeah. am from, well, actually, it's Riverdale, but it's kind of sissy ish. So I say the Bronx. From the Bronx. Fort yeah. Apache.
1: So you do this thing, and, and what, it's an amazing story in this industry that, that, that I'm involved in, in, in that you really made a tangible Impact on—I've never seen this happen with any other brand to this extent, where Dos Equis market share went from here to through the roof because of this ad campaign.
3: Yeah, it's—it's been wonderful. I understand that we're the largest, fastest-growing Mexican beer import in the country in the world. Excuse me. Yeah, it's—it's been phenomenal. Yeah, in a down year beer or beer year, excuse me. I think it was three or four years ago in Chicago, beer was up 37% because of Dos Equis. So yeah. it's, it's been terrific. Yeah.
1: And in terms of the impact on your life personally, you can't walk a block without being having people come up, and I mean everybody knows who you are. To get old at all, or no? You you do you love it when people come up, and I love because everybody wants a picture with you.
3: Yeah, sure, of course I love it. Uh, you know, sometimes if I'm busy in the men's room or something, I I would rather avoid it. But yeah, if that stops, I have people come to you in the men's room. Yeah, oh yeah, one st- stunning, way, I to, stunning fellow in st-, st. Louis. I want to apologize for that, by the way. That's um, okay, I never held it against you. should
1: tapping the feet. When I, I told have a wide stance. <laughs> wide that. stance. <laughs> 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 I, I don't know if we're breaking this news right here. The guy that was in the other stall from Larry Craig on the other side was Jonathan, but unfortunately...
3: Uh-uh. Uh-uh. No, don't, kidding. Sp- don't spread that. <laughs> um, TMZ's waiting outside. So, so,
1: so you uh, you got another year. You're doing, an, you're doing at
3: least another year, right? Well, we believe so, yeah, yeah. from all indications. We're going to be shooting... Sure some some more stuff. We just shot some stuff in uh, New York last week. A lot of internet stuff coming up that's really funny. Their writing just gets better and better. Yeah, very lucky. Are you going to? Uh, you want to do a book? I heard. Rumor has it. Well, people have approached me on it, and I'm looking for the best writer <laughs> I know. And I'm sitting across from them. If you yeah. were such a mercenary bastard, maybe it uh, would make a deal with me.
1: I, you know what? Maybe we'll make a deal right after over drinks in Ibano's Crossing. <laughs> and by the way, you know this is this is a huge deal for you to come out to a place like this. I think it immediately gives the place. A stamp of, you know, I mean, not that they need it. I mean, this place is amazing. But people are going to see you here tonight. It's like, wow, this place is legit, right? Because well, you don't go out very often.
3: No, I, don't, I really don't like crowds. But yeah. uh, I, in all truth, I didn't come out just for this opening. I had some meetings. But when I Drew was nice enough to pass on this invitation, I said, I certainly want to get over there. I mean, these kids really put their time and energy into it, a lot of research. The ambiance of the place is really nice. It's very important. People say, where do I like to drink? And a place has to have something special, a texture, a feeling about it, be it the back of a boat, a cabin, a dingy bar in the Caribbean. This place has it all. It's uh, very special. And I like the kids. We're going to do some damage out there tonight. Now, Jonathan, one more quick question. Do you, does the Doseckis
1: truck back itself, do they, do they come to your place? Do they come to your house? Like, do you get deliveries? Do you have all the Doseckis you could ever want?
3: Well, no, nobody ever has all the Doseckis they ever want, but they take very good care of them. A very nice man comes all the way from New Hampshire with a large car full.
1: Do you have a hotline or something? Like if you're running low on Dos Equis, they should have, they should have a red phone in your plate. You pick I, that
3: up? I have a pigeon, and I just say, go to John's. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's so all do, it
1: the, the, do you want the, the traditional lager? I mean, do you have a favorite
3: Dos Equis? Yeah, I do. I, I like when it's particularly hot, I like the lager. And in the winter, I favor the amber. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And, well, you know, and really have gotten to enjoy them very much. I was not a big beer drinker before. Now I drink a lot of beer, and I, I really do like it. I'm cooking with it. Interesting, there's a place in Los Angeles long before the campaign started on Washington, the Casablanca, I think. Yeah, yeah, are yeah. maybe. That's, they cook just exclusively with the Secchi's. Everything. Really? Yeah. Very good place. Just put a plug in for a good restaurant. Well, there you have it.
1: Casablanca, Ibanos Crossing, Jonathan Goldsmith, the most interesting person I know. That's what I call you, you know.
3: I call you my friend, Danny, and thanks for uh, taking the time to interview me.
1: Hey, thanks thanks for doing this with us. Okay, man, let's go have a drink. Okay, buddy. Wow, what a great interview. I went on to drink way too much that night, and Jonathan, of course, got away from me as soon as possible. I want to tell you about something. We're getting to week three of football season. Week two just ended. Start of week three is coming. It's a great time to start playing FanDuel. Enjoy a season full of wins. FanDuel.com is the place for one-week fantasy football leagues for real money. The money is real. Not fake money. Not that Bitcoin BS. It's real money. And they have immediate cash payouts. No season-long commitment. No upfront fees for fantasy football play each week or whenever you want to play it's all up to you i didn't heard a FanDuel before we started working with them this year and i've got on i've done it and i'll tell you what i want a little bit of cash i did i don't want to brag but i did win a little bit of fat uh, of, of the real cash money on fanduel.com uh, they're paying out more than 135 million dollars this year But you have to play to win, so sign up today. Go to FanDuel.com and click on the microphone in the upper right-hand corner. Use my code, Zane. What about me? I'm not Zane. I'm done. Why Zane? Z-A-N-E. Fine. Use Zane to sign up today. And By the way, we've got a new uh, user special here. The first 200 listeners to sign up will have their deposit matched up to $200. But you have to enter the code Zane, Z-A-N-E. Not to be confused with Dunn, D-U-N-N, which is me. I don't get my own code. Sorry, I'm all right. FanDuel.com. Don't forget to click that microphone in the upper right-hand corner. Use the code Zane when you sign up. FanDuel.com, where every week is a new season. That's F-A-N-D-U-E-L.com. Code word Zane. Go sign up today. Okay, before we get to Austin Hope from Hope Family Wines and the interview I did with him, uh, we got to take care of a little bit more business. Hey, hey, don't boo me. I mean, come on, hey, we got to pay the bills here at Zane Dunn. Bills. We keep paying the bills, we stay on the air. It's more like it. It's more like it. And I promise, this one's even funny. Here we go. Fellas, are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? (laughs) Yeah, of course you are. Been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. That's not all. Oh, no. When you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration plus a free extra gift so sensual we can't mention it on the radio let's just say it rhymes with wildo <laughs> I know crank myself up too and to top it all off we'll even throw in free shipping on your entire order and no we're not teasing So check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off one item when you type Sideshow, that's S-I-D-E-S-H-O-W, for the offer code upon checkout. When you do, you'll get three free DVDs, a free extra gift, and free shipping. Just use the offer code Sideshow at adamandeve.com. All right that's all the business we got to get to today so now what we're going to do is we're going to go to my interview with austin hope of hope family wines Uh, he's going to talk to us about the troublemaker bus that's driving all over the place and let's go do that now with me on the phone right now is a gentleman and i i mean gentleman uh he is the winemaker and president winemaker and president very important at hope family wines mr austin hope austin how you doing man
2: Jared, man, how are you? your you, introduction might be a little over the top, there, buddy.
1: <laughs> well, you know, I like to I like to build you up. That's all. You know, I like to build up <laughs> our guests. I want our guests to feel good about themselves. Now, Austin, hey. I'm glad to be talking with you, but I wasn't supposed to be talking with you. I went, and the reason is, I went out recently to. The Troublemaker Bus, and we're going to talk about that in a second, but essentially it's a bus that you guys are doing, uh, named after your wine troublemaker, that's touring around the Southwest, Okay, California, actually all over the place on the West Coast, right?
2: It's, you know it's going all over the place. It was in, yeah. uh, I think, Oregon a couple days ago, or Arizona a couple or three days ago.
1: Okay. So I went out about a week or so ago to a restaurant called Wilshire. Great place on Wilshire Boulevard in Santa Monica and uh, you aren't on the bus but your assistant winemaker Samantha Taylor, who's fabulous, was on the bus.
2: She's a, ha- she's a handful man.
1: She was great and she and I sat down on the Troublemaker bus and did what probably was the 20 best minutes of radio ever recorded. And then I went home <laughs> and then I went home and while trying to upload the file promptly deleted it. <laughs> so no way. Yes, that's what happened. I deleted the whole interview with with Samantha. So oh, what a bummer! Uh, I'm glad that you have taken time out of your schedule to to hit the reset button with us here, so to speak. So so let's let's talk about this bus first of all. It, it, the Troublemaker bus is named after Troublemaker wine. So how did this idea come about?
2: You know, it came about actually from a friend of mine. He uh, he, he built a Nathan Chardonnay way back in the day with four vines and about uh four oh, three four years ago he, he he started talking about doing this and he did kind of a little mini a mini tour like this across the country and just put you know called it the naked sharp the naked tour and it was a uh, naked chart and so we were talking about one night i'm like Yo, we need to do this with um troll maker because i mean this bus is like it's already red so yeah why not uh why, why not to jump on it and uh, put stickers on it and get rolling and and I think it's a different kind of thing, you know, I mean, for, for communicating with your audience. I mean, it's different, it's fun, and nobody's really doing it.
1: And you're going all over. I mean, as I said, you were in Santa Monica. Hold on, let me got a little of my throat here. I mean, drinks, I'm drinking some Troublemaker right now. Let me get that. Let me... Yeah, boy. Oh yeah, that's delicious stuff there. We're going to talk about the juice itself in a couple of minutes. But uh, so you, you were in Santa Monica, Irvine, San Diego, Phoenix, Eugene, Oregon, Seattle. Just right. did Portland. Now you're, you got Reno coming up. You got Las Vegas coming up. Denver, Austin. Uh, by the way, anybody wants to check this out, you can go to the uh, to the Facebook page. Right? You guys got to. Yep. You got the Facebook yep. page.
2: You can, you can hit the Facebook page. You can uh, go to our our main website, I believe, but Facebook's probably the best way to go. Yeah, and then also... here's gives you all to Instagram as well.
1: Okay, also at Troublemaker Wine, and that's Trouble M-K-R Wine, is on Twitter. It's Twitter, exactly. Yeah, Instagram is at Troublemaker Wine. You got, you, you're all over the place, so... Um, yeah so now let's so you do this bus the bus goes around it's got a, a thing on the roof it's awesome you sit up there you can have wine up on the roof you're serving you're serving white wine out of the side of the bus out of a tap basically right?
2: Yep we've actually got uh, we've got Charlemaker and we've got Liberty School Chardonnay built right in you know because we were one of the first people to really get get into this whole um, uh, cake thing you know about six years ago we started talking about getting into the cake business and we started playing around with it with a couple people and now we're full-blown, launched into the, into the system. And we have a five-gallon uh, little pub kegs we call them. And they're And they're pe- just people
1: are jumping all over those, especially in restaurants. Now, tell us why. What's the benefit to doing the keg versus traditional bottles?
2: Well, you know, I think the, the biggest benefit is there's zero waste. So by that, I mean, you know, if you, if you run it by the glass programs, they, you know, will have you know, well, one, you can have a bad bottle of wine, or two, you don't get through that whole pour that night, and you got to, you know, send that home with a server or somebody else, and, you know, then it's a little away. So you get, uh, you know, 100%, right? And the wine is, is uh, the other problem, too. Sometimes people overnight, you know, if they maybe forget to gas a bottle of wine or whatever, then, you know, you don't get as good a quality wine. So we're from, you know, the first time you tap it until the last drop comes out, there's, it's, it's the same, same wine.
1: Okay. Now, Hope Family Wines is in um, Paso Robles. Uh, by the way, Samantha corrected me. I was never really sure. So a lot of people say Paso Robles, but she told me, if you're local, you, you say Paso Robles, right?
2: If you're, if you're really local, you just say Paso. Just say Paso, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it goes back and forth. I mean, I know a lot of people that say it both ways. I mean, it's, uh, Paso Robles is the way I always say it But then every once in a while. I'll say Paso Robles because my children are learning Spanish, and and they're always like, "No, Dad, it's Robles." I'm like, "Oh, okay."
1: Okay. Now you've been there. You moved there when you <laughs> you moved there when you were a kid in the in the late 70s, and then you started getting into wine uh, when in the mid 90s.
2: Yeah, that's about right. Yeah, it's uh, you know we came there '78 with just just some hillbillies out of Bakersfield trying to figure out what the hell we were going to do with our lives. So we started planting the uh, wine grapes, and the next thing you know, I. Uh, we, we started making a little bit of wine for our, our deal under Hope Farms label and was just kind of paneling it to the people going by for, uh, to go see Hearst Castle. And I just got really excited about winemaking and then all that. And I got the opportunity to go work for um, Chuck Wagner at Camus. The Camus. Yeah. And, and that's where Liberty School was, you know, originated in like 75, I believe. He started that, uh, that label up there, his father did. And it was, a, you know, surely a second label, if you will, of. Uh, you know, came at the time and we, we became the growers for it. And then, uh, from there we started making, uh, you know, making the wine too for it. And pretty soon it was like, you know, I was living up in Napa working for Chuck and I said, Hey, why don't I, uh, you know, why don't we, why don't we bring uh bring this to Paso and give it a, give it a sense of a uh, place. And, and that's what we did. So we moved it down into Paso in 90, oh, 96, I guess we moved it to Paso. And here's, the, built, and here's the, the and here's the here's the
1: thing, Austin. I want people to understand is you know wine is so big now. You know, wh- I mean, everybody. You know, even even the least sophisticated uh, drinkers know a little bit about wine. That was not oh, the absolutely. case. That was right. not the case, though. When you back then in the early '90s, and when you in mid '90s, when you were learning, when you were learning the trade, and you were getting into it, and you were starting to develop it, that wasn't the case, right? I mean, wine. I mean, obviously there was a burgeoning. Uh, and and you know wine's been around in California for a long time, but but at the, at the same time there wasn't this sort of mass recognition. Everybody wasn't trying to get in the wine game, I guess would be the easy way to put it back then, no. Especially, no, in no, it no, especially in Paso
2: Robles. No, especially Paso. It was it was a small little community, and yes, yeah, so, I mean it, yeah. You imagine me going in. Uh, you know, in 1996 was our first release of. Um, or the first vintage of uh, Triana Red, which was a, a, a blend that we put together. It was a uh, Cabernet, Syrah, and Merlot. And our goal was to go after, you know, be the best red wine we could be and, and compete against Napa Valley. So imagine, imagine flying to uh, Manhattan, flying to New York, New York City, you go there and, and try and sell a thirty-dollar, thirty-five-dollar bottle of, uh, <laughs> of a red blend from Caso Robles.
1: <laughs> well when did when did when did you think i mean the the debate on this but when did paso i mean i know a few years ago if you're talking about the wine establishment okay uh, a few years ago spectator uh, recognized what was it uh Saxum, right that's the, that's one, that's i mean was that really the point when again we're talking about the wine establishment was that really the point when people went stood up and went wait a minute what's going on over here in paso
2: no, I don't think so. I, I think, think it was um, before that. I think that I think that was the chariot or the kind of the pushed it over the edge, you know what I mean? It mm-hmm. really got us the recognition that we we'd been driving so hard, you know. I mean I've been traveling, promoting Paso since gosh, since the ninety five. I mean, I mean really, out there in the, in the market, going out there and that's what I did. I mean when we started this thing it was uh, we took over Liberty School with a ten thousand case brand and and we made we made ten thousand cases of it at, or ninety or fifteen thousand cases of it in ninety six. And I hired a salesperson, it was myself, and then I went and grabbed a vineyard guy that had been working for the family forever, Jesse, and, and I said, come on, Jesse, you're gonna wanna make wine? And we'd make it, and then I'd get on a plane, and and, uh, and our salesman got on a plane, and we'd fly all over the country and start pushing it. So, it's, um there, there's been some other big companies, you know, like J. lo's really made a big, big impact for, for the name as well, but. Sure. I think we slowly, slowly just started getting more and more traction. And then it was like in the, you know, the 2000s, you know, when that, uh, you know, that dot-com thing, all that stuff really really started going, um, pushing, you know, people wanting wine, more wine, more wine, and getting into it. And then people started listening, you know, and then they said, okay, I mean, Napa's Napa, and then next thing you know, they start reaching out to the other countries, and then it's like, oh, well, for Santa Barbara, there's Paso, and so, it's been, I think, probably the last, uh, say, five to seven years we've really been on the map. But, you know, and also, I don't know if you know this, but our winery was, was uh, nominated for a wine enthusiast uh top american winery of the year and congratulations thank you yeah it's pretty pretty amazing and the other thing was that Paso was one of the uh, nominations for um, uh, best wine region
1: how about this I'll do them one better I'll name you winery of the year right now the happy hour with (laughs) Zane happy hour with Zane and Dunn show winery of the year you've got it Austin (laughs) congratulations hope Hope, Hope family wines you. you heard it here just happened. If there was confetti, it would be falling right now. So uh, it is it's now. You
2: everywhere. I can feel it.
1: troublemaker wine. You introduced troublemaker in 2010. Now tell us a little bit about that wine in particular, which I'm drinking right now, and I it's delicious. It's just a very drinkable wine.
2: Yeah, the wine to me was it. it the wine world for for so long was so snobby, you know. And I think that and there's so many new people trying to get into into, into wine. You know, young people that are trying to get into it, and, and we've always. Try to demystify, 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 and we were like, you know, why this? We're going to come up with a brand. We're just going to throw all the things that people are afraid of and just put on one and with a cool name and get people to jump in. You know, I mean, it's, it's a blend. It's an untraditional blend. I mean, it, it's you got Syrah, Petite Syrah, Zinfandel, uh, Merlot, Grenache, uh, Syrah. I mean, it's 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 wine that's really you know, not very many people are doing a blend like that. We don't uh, we don't vintage date it. We we blend date it. So that takes you to do another level. Uh, and, and it just—it takes the, the snobbery out of it, you know. And we want people to have fun with wine. That's that's the biggest thing. You know, wine is fun. It's social. It brings people together. It, it's cool. It, it's you know, and that that was the whole aspect behind it. And the name—it was uh, that's what they used to call him when I was a kid because I got in a little bit of trouble in school. You too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Me and you both, yeah. brother. Speaking of cool, I mean, yeah, just say,
2: say, the, say the least. My father pulled me out, pulled me out of uh, fourth grade and uh, said, "I'm tired of your name getting on the board every day." So if you keep it up, I'm going to pull you out and put you in the fields, And so uh, that's what he did in fourth grade. And I stayed out there for two weeks. He tried to get me to go back like in the first week. and I said, no, nah, hell, man, I ain't going back. This is awesome. I love it out here. Yeah. I was making like two bucks an hour. I had to figure it out. I was going to buy a motorcycle by the end of summer. And I'm like, this is, this is where it's at, man.
1: <laughs> and and in some ways, you're still out there in the fields, right? I mean, it became your life's calling. Um,
2: now, Yeah, speak- it has been.
1: Speaking of wine and cool, I mean, I'm looking at this. The places, the troublemaker. I didn't realize when. I mean, obviously, we were at Wilshire, which was great. But you did. You were. You brought the bus to a Dave Matthews concert in Irvine, right? You guys went to the Chargers Texans football game in San Diego. The the Seahawks 49ers game. The bus was there the other night, which Seahawks blew them out up there. um, and if if you happen to be listening today it's going to be in Portland, Oregon uh, and for information about that you want to go to www.troublemakertour.com we'll have all the information they're in Portland today two days from now you guys are going to be in Reno at the Wolfpack uh, football game college football game on on September 21st Uh, you got Vegas coming, Denver your namesake, Austin, Texas Um, yeah we'll
2: uh, be here for Formula 1 you're gonna be
1: down there. Oh, what's going on down there?
2: Uh, Formula One.
1: Oh, nice. So you got the racing, yeah. You know, uh, and it's uh, it's at Troublemaker Wine on Twitter, and that's MKR Trouble MKR Wine Instagrams Troublemaker spelled out Wine. Uh, you can hashtag Troublemaker Tour. You know who you are. Who are you, by the way? No, uh, Austin. It's,
2: yeah. Who are you?
1: Who is this? Austin Kit. Yeah, I you know. It's
2: it's you know you what know, else we're doing We're just we're doing random pop-ups dude. Like we uh, like we just, we just pulled up to a uh, bar in uh, Arizona Like three days ago, four days ago Something like that And we just parked right there in the parking lot And people were coming in and out And we'd go to get a drink And the next time they'd come back And stand up on top of the bus Because the bus is really unique Because the, the roof opens up actually And you can put like 30, 40 people on top
1: Oh yeah, no, it. I mean it's it's just a cool thing It's a, It's a 40-foot Airstream, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. it's one, I think they only built like three like this.
1: Yeah, it, it it it's a real trip. And and had you listened to the interview I did on the bus, you'd have loved it. Uh, had I not, had, <laughs> had I not erased it? Uh, hey, one other quick question: the, the wines themselves, the Troublemaker wine. How much is a bottle of Troublemaker?
2: It's, it's it's supposed to be about eighteen bucks. So we want to keep it under twenty to make it so it's affordable for people.
1: Yeah, and uh, if I'm if I'm going out, I'm going to get the Troublemaker. What else should I be picking up along the way?
2: Well, yeah, I'd be picking up some Liberty School. I mean, that's that's one of the I think we're most proud of uh, Liberty School, quite honestly, because it's a it's a, a few a few uh, brands in California that are very varietally correct. So, I mean, if you're looking to drink a Cabernet, our our uh, our Liberty School Cabernet tastes like Cabernet, smells like Cabernet, and it's you know twelve bucks, 12, 13 bucks, and it's uh, you know be able to find wines that are that legitimate um, in volume is really, really difficult. So, it makes me proud of you know we're making almost two hundred thousand cases of that wine and. And we continue to get you know great accolades and scores and so on and so forth. So there's very few brands that are doing
1: that. And you got the Shar you got Liberty School Chardonnay, Pinot Noir, Merlot. You Guys are killing it up. Yep. there. I-, I gotta come. Can I come up and visit Paso Robles? Can I? Can I? Got room? You got room, I, you got I don't room know up why there? Why you're not there? Zane, I got, got, got my my. my stay at the house, man. Me and Lamprey are gonna get it. One- once Lamprey comes back, he's been traveling all over the world. Once he comes back, I'm gonna I'm gonna convince him to come up, and we're gonna we're gonna do Paso right,
2: man. You got to. You got to come hang out with us. We'll show, show you what house is all about.
1: Well, listen, Austin Hope uh, from Hope Family Wines. I appreciate you joining us. And, again, I want to remind everybody, go to www.troublemakertour.com to get information about the, the bus. And also, just get the wine. It's great wine. And, I mean, you're yeah, not going to get, get it, wine. It, it great value. And, uh, Austin, I appreciate you taking the time to talk to us, man.
2: Hey, thanks a lot, man. I sure appreciate it. So uh we love what you're doing, and uh, you're, you're, you're exactly what we want to do. in mean, can wine. You do that so much, and we appreciate it.
1: Hey, man, thank you. Have a good one. All right, bye. Bye-bye. Well, that was the interview with Austin Hope, uh, and I loved it. It was great. I love the wine. Go to Troublemaker Wine. You know, go get your bottle of Troublemaker. Yeah. See? this is what happens to me at the end of the show um, excited about uh, the ne- our next show on our very next show we're going to have actor Harry Lennox Harry Lennox he's been in everything you, you, The Matrix Ray he's on the new series The Blacklist on NBC uh, and he's going to be with us uh, next week um, and Zane Lamprey returns from Parts Unknown next week as well uh, and there might even be a special special guest joining us then I want, to, uh, I want to thank Harry Lennox, I want to thank Austin Hope I want to turn that down, there we go uh, I want to thank you most of all, follow me at the imbiber, uh, go to at Zane Dunshow, at Zane Lamprey, we have a Facebook page Zane Dunn Show. Uh, go there and like that, and you know, we'll like you back